This year, I am really focused on my health and sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out there right now, and they are one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. No seed oils, no preservatives or toxins. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and honestly, you could taste it. I started taking Symbiotica because I was feeling sluggish and tired, and I just wanted to feel better, but I also wanted a supplement that actually tasted great. Plus, their supplements are super easy to just take on the go. They taste good. Having supplements that don't taste like chalk or artificial ingredients makes me look forward to taking them every day. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine, and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal this winter has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. I take a Symbiotica every morning with my eggs and I'm ready to go. I'm alert. And then I hit the gym. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every single month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use code BACHELOR for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations perfect beach finder quiz. You can find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the perfect beach finder quiz exclusively at beachbound.com. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. What's up, Bachelor Happy Hour? Good to have you back again this week. And of course, I have Tasha with me to cover all things that went down in last night's steamy episode. That's right, guys. We have another great episode for you. We're just going to dive in and talk about everything that we saw in last night's episode because we have three incredible men that had wild dates and fantasy suites. And so we need to try to figure out what's going to happen next week. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tasha. first of all, I can't what? believe that the finale is already next week. It's, I know. It's wild. Like, even though I know each week I'm like, it's going by so fast, like it's halfway done and now we're three-fourths done. And the fact that this is the, the end. No. The end is uh, near. This it's is so funny. It's like, it's, it's gone by so fast. And I think I'm actually kind of excited to not have a guest this week because I'm sure you can attest to this, but being now mm. on both sides, you were on the bachelor mm. and then as bachelorette, we get so many questions about fantasy suite week. And that's yes. kind of why we wanted to just sit down and 
go Talk over. Own, yeah, exactly. Go over through our experiences, answer some questions. Um, because I think when people get to this week, they think like, oh, this is it. You know, they're going to go and like finally have alone time and sleep together. And that's all it's focused on, which that's not the case. Like there's so no. much that goes into it. Um, and it's really, I know that they, they kept hitting this home hard last night, but it is the most important week up until this point. Yeah, it really is. Well, it's, <sighs> For different reasons, though, like obviously meeting the families are huge, but this is just like time where it's like, okay, how do you wake up in the morning? You know what I mean? Like, what Mm -hmm. do you like? What is your personality like when the cameras are not there and it's just us two? Like, are we actually vibing? Like, when we don't have a date planned for us, what's what's the conversation look like? Do you stimulate me intellectually or other ways? Like, I, I just you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to find out during fantasy suites, and no, it's not just sexual. So. Yeah. Well, and I think for the most part, and this is something that, I mean, we know because we've lived through it and I'm sure anyone who watches this show kind of understands the concept of how it works. Like yeah. you, you have your couple that are always on the screen talking. Yeah. Realistically, you have a team behind the cameras that are at times, you know, telling you what to do, like where to go, go sit here. And then this is what's going to happen next. So fantasy suites is the first time that that's all removed and you go and you, truly can do whatever you want, whether yeah. that's ask questions, you know, get intimate, have fun and eat snacks, whatever it might be. But it's the first time where you can see like, okay, how does this person brush their teeth? Like, are they really timid yes. in the bathroom? Like, are they shy? <laughs> like, how does it all, you know, how do we interact together? It's so important to see how you mesh. And like, I don't know about you. Actually, I want to ask you this. Did you have any expectations when you went into the fantasy suites or did you assume something about somebody and then come out the next day and you were totally off base? Ooh, wait, are we talking about bachelor or my bachelorette? <laughs> Cause honestly, I don't we really can talk know. About, well, that's the thing. Both are so different, right? Like when you, okay. went- so let, yeah, let's talk about it. Bachelor versus bachelorette. Cause we both done the same. So bachelor, um, I just remember being extremely nervous because at this point it's like, does this guy really like me? I legitimately was trying to see this man in my future. I was legitimately trying to, um, you know, try to work through things and get the um, questions that I need answered because again, I have been married before and there were things that I needed to make sure that were going to be checked off of my list because I know what it kind of entails. And so I had a lot of expectation and maybe that's why I was a little nervous. I think going into my fantasy suite during the bachelor. Um, but honestly, I feel like this is a conversation for a whole other time, but um, it did not go as I had planned. When you were on Colton season. Yeah. Did Colton just have a fantasy suite with you or did he have one with both you and Hannah? And then Cassie was no. last and that's when she removed herself. No, I was the only fantasy suite with Colton Underwood. That's wild. Yeah. So I was the first one to go. And then honestly, it was a really cool day. I, you went to the edge of the world in Portugal, which was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and went on a helicopter ride and that was really fun. And then we had like this like romantic dinner thing. <laughs> had a romantic suite um, where absolutely nothing happened, but <laughs> it wasn't that romantic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, what happened the very next day was that he was supposed to go on his date with Hannah, but he actually ended up coming to me, breaking up with me, going to Hannah, breaking up with Hannah, then going straight to Cassie and Cassie broke up with him. 
I forgot so. that's how it all went down. Yeah. Damn. I I have so many questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you feel do you honestly. Want so do I. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to ask too. this because yeah, I don't know if it was in his book, which I haven't read or on his show, which I haven't seen. <laughs> Me neither. Obviously everyone in, yeah, everyone, everyone in Bachelor Nation talks like he had said, you know, he went in that night with you, kept his sweatpants, sweatshirt on. You guys mm-hmm. talked and that was really it. And, and he, I think he said he like felt bad or something like felt, felt very bad for me. Yeah. So what mm-hmm. was your take? Like, was that the case or in your experience was <laughs> did something more happen? First of all, I think it's extremely rude. Um, I mean, don't make me seem like this, like pity case. Like you felt so bad for me. Anyway, I'm not the only person you should be feeling bad for. There was other women that were trying to fall in love with you and, um, really putting their hearts out on the line. So if you feel bad for me in that regard, then sure. But, um, no, (laughs) Colton Underwood did actually not sleep in sweats and a sweatshirt that night. In case everybody that's wondering, everyone grab your teacups right now. (laughs) This has been said multiple times. It's been said in his book. It's been said on television. It's been said in his show. Apparently, Um, he actually slept in boxers that night because it was so hot in Portugal. I remember because the door was wide open and it was raining outside, and it was just like we were trying to get air ventilation. It was so hot and sticky. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's actually. No way he would have been in sweats and a sweatshirt. Why lie possible. about that? I don't. If, I don't what? know. I don't know. Gonna, and it honestly makes me so sad because it's just like at the end of the day, like we did have really good conversations, and I thought that like we were like we ended on a good page. I don't think there's like any, you know, ill will or there's nothing that like happened for us to like not even be friends so for you to make up this like elaborate story that like you slept on the other side of the bed and like you had to sleep with sweats and a sweatshirt on because you didn't want me to think like you felt so bad and you didn't want me to think that anything was gonna happen like it's just i don't know what you're trying to cover and i don't know why you're dragging me down for something that's not it was not something that's not even true like it's absolutely not true yeah i, mean, I have no reason to lie why the hell i lie some people really (laughs) care, care about that image, you know? Well, okay. So then let me ask you this going through that and knowing he put you through fantasy suites, you you know, Mm -hmm. you had your sleepover slumber party. And then next day he breaks up with you, breaks up with Hannah. You obviously saw how everything else transpired after that. Then when you went into fantasy suites, were you very cognizant of how you wanted to come off to your three men in a way that Colton didn't come off to you and make you think something different. I think what I learned from my first fantasy suite experience is that you can really ask a lot of questions and really get to know. <laughs> you can really ask a lot of questions and really get to know the other person and not have anything else happen. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's what I was most looking forward to. And I think that that's why my approach when I was the bachelorette is just to honestly kind of like let them be and see what happens. And I think that I learned a lot from the guys in that situation. I think like if you kind of just, you know, let someone like kind of like just talk and like let it all out. And when the cameras are not there, you, you learn a lot more if you oh, pay attention. Totally. It's a little, you things. know, that's the thing. Yeah. And you just get the vibe. Like, okay, let's be honest. We've all woken up next to somebody 
at some point, or, you know, you like think, you know, somebody, if you're dating somebody, then you finally have those, like the first intimate moments or when you're overnight. And then you're like, Oh, I thought like, this is going to go a totally different way. Or you seem like a whole different person, or you have like this idea in your head and it doesn't always turn out to be that way. Who was the most, I'm going to just get kind of dirty right now out of the three guys that you had fantasy suits with, who was the most, uh, awkward the next morning? Oh, 1000% Ivan. Really? Well, because you sent okay. him home that so week, right? all I had was Ivan and Brandon and I, or Brandon broke up with me before Fantasy Suite, and then I had it with Zach. So that's right. Okay. Ivan and I just, um, yeah, it was, I just remember it being really awkward in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just because I had like learned a lot of things and, and, um, I had like been real, like, I don't know what the, like if the future is like a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that kind of like shook him up a little bit, but I had to be honest, you know, in that situation. Right. And it was very awkward. I remember like us just sitting there picking the fruit and being like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> <laughs> did he feel on? that too? Like, did he oh. express that as well? Um, no, I think like he was just, I don't know. There was just a lot of conversation that took place that night. And I think for him, it wasn't as big of a deal, but for me, like some things were a big deal and that's okay. That's perfectly Mm -hmm. fine. Um, yeah. So I don't think we're both really good at like pretending. So we were both was like, all right, I'll talk to you later. (laughs) It's such a bizarre world when you get so used to constantly being around so many people, right? Like you're dating 30 guys on these group dates. You have your team, that plans the dates that are around you. And so when yeah. you have that all removed and it's quiet and there's no distractions at first, you're kind of like, um, like, um where's my mom? <laughs> where's, where's my family? Yeah. What's happening? It's such I, a transition. And, and honestly, don't get me wrong. Ivan's a great guy. He's really nice, but I, I will say that there's just like, again, we use fantasies for what they're for to get to know each other. Wait, mm-hmm. I want to know about you. Which one was awkward for you the next morning? Did you have an awkward one? Um, well, I'm trying. Well, so I like you, I only had two because I sent J- Jason Tardic was supposed to be my first fantasy suite. Oh, sent him home that night right, before right. before the cameras left, just because I knew like there was a moment that day where I was like, I care about this guy so much and he's going to be such an incredible partner, but he's just not for me. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, I can't drag you into an overnight if I just know I'm not going to get there like that. It didn't right. seem fair to me. I mean, at that point, again, I only had two men and um, the weird part was like, they didn't know there was only two guys left. They didn't know I had sent Jason home. So they thought, you know, and as they were having conversations and I was watching it back, that there was three guys still. So um, I didn't want to tell them until the week before I wanted them to just like focus on what they had to focus on. Um, they weren't awkward though. No, I felt like I was just so ready to like get away and have like alone quiet time. And, and it was just like very, I want to say fun. Like, you know, it's like, it was the time where we could really like let loose and talk about whatever we wanted and like talk about the boring things that would never be shown on air. Like Blake and I, I think stayed up like way too late eating peanut butter or something. Yeah. But Um, fantasy suites, man. I tell you it's wild time. They're pretty telling. They're very telling though. You can see like who you're extremely comfortable with and it's like really not work. And it's, you don't need everybody around to kind of fill like the voids and the gaps in your conversation. And and Mm -hmm. you see who you, you know, 
Um, and you can see how clean or dirty someone is. That was very important to me. See, <sighs> like I wanted to know, are they going to throw how their boxers and socks and just leave um, them? Are they going to have toothpaste all over the countertop? Like, what am I working with here? What am I potentially getting into a lifetime with? Really? Okay. Yeah. 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 I guess like they're still in their finest behavior though at that point, you know? Yeah, that's true. Well, let's get into, I mean, we have our own experiences. Michelle yes. had obviously a vastly different experience during her fantasy suites. She did indeed take all men to overnight. So we started with yeah. Brandon had Joe in the middle and then Nate for the, I was going to say for the finisher, uh, <laughs> <but> um, <laughs> Um, but they all, I will say this, they all seemed to go so well. I know like really well there's, I and I feel like there's always like one wild card where you're kind of unsure about, I think they were, it was going to be Nate. If I would say yeah, they thought that it was going to be Nate where he's going to be like, no, I don't think I'm ready, but mm -hmm. it was actually not the case. So, so but let's she, start from the beginning. Let's start from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into it. So we started with Brandon. Yeah. They did a cute little horseback ride on the beach. Did you fast forward to Joe's though? Did you notice when they were feeding the horses? I was like, are these the horses that she rode with Brandon? Oh, <laughs> do you think they reuse the same horses? Like, yes. oh, they're here. Might as well. They did. You know? they, did. Uh, they probably totally. had to have, and they had to have, which I never put that together. So um, I guess at this point, I'm just so used to like, quarantine bachelorette and bachelor is very different than normal mm -hmm. bachelorette Becca. We're doing the best we can Becca. Mm -hmm. We only Wait. had two horses. Wait, let me ask you this. What? Because they, they did this on your season. What? Okay. Back in the day, like during my season and previous seasons, they would, during this week, they would split everyone up. Like after hometowns, the guys don't live together. They don't stay in a room together. Yeah. They, I think because of quarantine, they had to do that. But I just assumed for Michelle's because they're traveling, they can get their own rooms. Why are yes. they keeping the men together? Okay. That so is, I don't know if this is necessarily a quarantine thing or just to like make the situation awkward. Like this is the one part where I actually have no clue because the guys. Okay. So yes, I do remember on Colton season, us women were all separated. Mm-hmm. And that's usually how it goes. But then my season, all the guys were yeah still in their main hub because we weren't yeah. traveling anywhere. And it was extremely awkward. And I don't know if it's like for the television aspect of it all. Um, it's totally for the television aspect. They had the whole uh, resort. You guys had the whole resort and you couldn't get two extra rooms for two of the dudes. I know. And I know. And it's honestly brutal to watch. Like how cringy was this to watch oh and it's just, it was just it was just sad it wasn't cringy it was just like oh no one hurt i couldn't even imagine if i was in that position thank gosh i didn't have to do it during ari's week with the other girls but i would be like i'm not doing this i'm not sitting here having to come trying to like play it cool yeah it was not good it was not good and and you see a whole array of feelings so you have nada one end who oh, yeah. really didn't seem to care and then you have Brandon I, who's kind of spiraling, you know, think, oh yeah. overthinking everything and Michelle's relationship with other dudes. And then you have Joe just in the middle, you know, minding his own business, but I know, but I think that that's all they're like, I don't know, defense mechanisms. I feel like Nate just likes to smile because he can be uncomfortable and awkward. Brandon will kind of freak out and hyperventilate and Joe, well, 
it's very hard to see a lot of emotion from Joe at times, but Joe is Joe. Yeah. Um, but I have to say, I, I think Brandon was one of my favorite fantasy suite dates. Mine too. I thought it was so genuine. So cute. I think they have like such a special connection. And I think like he really surprised her. Like she seemed super like smitten with him, you know, it just, I, I will say theirs was my favorite too, because it just seemed easy and like they click and they, and she said this before it's like they're becoming best friends and yeah and you can tell that it's just it's not forced they're like it doesn't seem scripted in the way that they communicate with each other it just seems genuine and and like this guy is all in and i think he truly treats her like a queen and treats her with so much respect and looks mm-hmm. at her with so much respect that i'm just like he like to me it seems just lining up all the dudes and like what they're saying and where they're at i'm like he's the one like he just seems so wholeheartedly present and just like you're it like there's no ounce of hesitation Mm -hmm. not that the other guys are hesitant it's just like he's ready for it i think Mm -hmm. if she was like are you ready to get down one knee right now he'd be like absolutely like let's go you know he's solid he's secure he's right there's like i don't think any question that he wouldn't be ready for an engagement and a marriage and a full lifetime together like he's all in brandon is all in so with that one i would say it was good to start with him because he is so solid he's such a front runner like you really have to i would say start fantasy suite week on a really high note like where the foundation is there and then it gets a little rocky. We see Joe, who I think this is the loudest we've ever seen him. Like the most, ex- <laughs> the most exuberant we've ever seen Joe through yeah. the zip line on, you know, on this jungle picnic. Um, I thought that was cute though. It was really cute. Like him screaming. It was still even like such like an, a quiet <laughs> scream. It was like, oh, <laughs> Joe's, Joe's loudest is probably my quietest. Seriously. Oh man. But there's something about Joe that I'm still missing. And I know. And, and I was trying to think about it more or less as I'm watching. And I think Joe has a tendency to um, I think if Michelle asks him a question or wants to get to know him, you know, obviously on a deeper level, he has a tendency to just kind of repeat what she's saying. So she'll not answer and not answer and just kind of give her this like very vague validation of like what she's asking. And then he'll just kind of repeat it in a different way with the same words and be like, it it just, interesting. I I don't see much of like his own personality or thoughts or communication. And maybe that's just him and I'm not knocking him. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but for me, I would need more. And, and I will say this, like I've been in relationships kind of like that in the past. Like I also will say I was in a relationship with somebody on my season that was similar to that, where for the longest time I was like, I need more, I need more. It's kind of right. like plain teeth, like give me something. Right. And maybe when they were finally alone in the fantasy suites, she saw that and she got that from him. I'm not sure. Cause you know, we weren't privy to that, but I would hope that that was the case. What's interesting is I think Joe is a phenomenal man. Like, I think he's super kind, very sweet. I think that he does have a really big heart and like could be that amazing partner for her. But I do think that Michelle is just a little bit more 
quirky and bubbly and, you know, has that side to her that she likes to play off of. And I, I don't necessarily see that when I watch them two together, I see more of like the more serious, like, like calm side of her, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but with the other guys, it's like a totally different side of her. Bubbly, infectious. And I feel like she's not that she brings herself down, but she just, I think contains like her enthusiasm for life a bit more when she's with him. And I'll tell you, I have been in a relationship that's like that. And it's difficult. Mm -hmm. It's difficult to be with someone when, because at the the end of the day, that's you like, and not shining through and being authentic in that regard, it's going to compromise something in some way, shape or form. Like you're not going to be your true self. And so I don't know, it's going to come out at some point. I'm not saying that that would have, that's going to happen with Michelle and Joe. I'm just saying like, you want to be able to be your silliest, your like most serious, you know, cry mm-hmm. and, you know, laugh, whatever, do all of the things, feel all of the things with your person. Totally. But one thing I do want to ask you, because I feel like, you know, we've, we've capped a couple of seasons now. Do you think that introverts can be successful on this show or do they have to just be, I wouldn't say just an extrovert, but like overly silly and talkative and show emotion and be able to like feed all aspects of your personality? Um, no, I wouldn't say you have to be an extrovert to be successful on the show. I mean, exhibit a with Joe, he is now final three of Michelle's season and he is very much an introvert. Um, and, and like taking it back to my time on the bachelor, I mean, the last four girls, we were all vastly different, but Lauren was who Ari ended up with. And she was, I would say an introvert. She was much more quiet. Like we had very loud personalities on the season that, you know, took up a lot of the screen time, but Lauren was there till the end. And she was always more quiet, very kind, sweet, not a loud, crazy, rambunctious person. And I mean, she was very successful. So I wouldn't necessarily say that can make or break somebody on a season. I just think given the history extroverts, people who are much more loud and outspoken just typically get more airtime, but it's all dependent upon what the lead is looking for. Like if the lead is getting enough from somebody who is more quiet and introverted and they're getting their questions answered and feeling like they can actually see a future with them, then I mean, I, I get it. Like I, I understand. I don't always like gravitate towards like the loudest, most wild guy in the room. Yeah. So same. I mean, I definitely think like, even um, going back to my season on the bachelor, like Cassie and Hannah weren't like the loudest girls in the room either. There are much bigger personalities, but I do think that like they can be introverts, but it depends like how you are with the person. Like, you know, like if you're like silly and giggly and all that kind of stuff, you don't have to be like, some loud person. So now I think that introverts can be successful actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's all about communication. It's like, just because you don't like somebody doesn't appreciate being in a massive group setting and displaying all everything for people to see. It's yeah. Like if you're still communicating well and who you genuinely are to the person, like, again, that's all that matters. Yeah. So Yeah. I I mean, Joe very, and and I would say this Brandon too, doesn't seem, I wouldn't call him an introvert, but I don't think he's like loud, wild, crazy by any means. Absolutely not. 
I think he feels comfortable when it's with Michelle, when it's just the two of them where he, that she pulls it out of him more, but he, when he was in group settings on the group dates, like he was never one in the first couple episodes when there was many men to really stand out a ton. Right. I mean, and, and Nate too, he's actually really not that loud of a human. <laughs> I feel like he's kind of like always <laughs> sitting there chilling. You know what I mean? Which leads us to his fantasy suite. Absolutely. Straight chilling the whole way through. Uh, (laughs) As I was watching him, I was like, oh, buddy, they're going to want something from you. You've got to give something more. You can't just keep saying you don't care. And it's easy for you because you got to Like, you got to feel something. Um, Digging deep here. Yeah. Yeah. So I I will say I definitely see a different type of Michelle when she's with him. Like, I mm -hmm. feel like she's. I, I don't know. I feel like she's head over heels for him, to be honest. I feel she like she's is. extremely happy and she feels really comfortable. She just has like a different spark in her eye. And so I think their fantasy suit was really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. She's very I, head I, over heels. Yeah, but I agree with you. Like, I want Nate to kind of. Well, I don't know. Okay. So I'm, there's two parts to this. I, you know, we kind, of, me. <laughs> we kind of just touched on how leading up to his date with her and his fantasy suite with her, he was, he was just chilling. He's like, I'm not going to think about her with other guys. I'm not going to let that affect me, which I understand that thinking. Right. I totally get that. You want to zone in on your time, your relationship with that person. You don't want any distractions, but at the same time, you can still have feelings and it can still bother you you in a way. I'm not saying you have to like be pissed and angry and like, and project it to the world, yell at them, but something like, it's not, uh, I I just wanted some more emotion from him. Like I I was, I will say this, like, it just seemed like he was kind of sitting back, like smirking the entire time. Like, Oh, I got this. I got this. I'm good. Which maybe he does maybe because again, like we can all see it. She is very drawn to him. She is very into Nate and he knows that, but Two, I don't want him to think like it's smooth sailing and he can just downplay what she's feeling with these other guys because she clearly had great overnights with both Brandon and Joe before him. Um, Um, Yeah. But the thing that really stuck up to me that I'm nervous for in, you know, the coming week, because we obviously know that she keeps him till the finale is right. He said that he has never been in love. And to me personally, that would be, a huge red flag. And I'm not saying just because somebody's never been in love, you can't be in a relationship and you can't feel all these things and like, you know, be all in and be invested because I truly think Nate is with Michelle. But I also just from experience think that your history and your past relationships kind of form who you're going to be in the future and how you want to be as a partner and how you want your partner to be. And if he's never been in love and hasn't had that, how does he think he's going to get engaged and like have a lasting relationship for a lifetime. And that's where I'm nervous for Michelle and a little hesitant on just Nate right now. I will say that. That. And also I think what made me nervous was the fact that she was talking about his stepdad, basically saying that he can also put up a wall at some point. Um, like you said, cause he hasn't experienced any of this before. That is very, it's a little scary because I don't really find Michelle to be the person that um, 
would put herself in a situation like that. If that's a possibility, I think she's very much so analyzes, you know, what could go wrong? What are the positives, the negatives, you know what I mean? And what this could mean to her. And I think she's very self-aware and I think that she would say, okay, then I'm not putting myself in that situation to get hurt. And I think that that's definitely a possibility. And I wonder, it's funny though, because like Nate didn't even say like, Oh, I don't know why he would say that. Or like, he didn't try to like rebuttal it really. Right. He was just kind of like, yeah. yeah. And, and just kind of like went along with it. And so I don't know. And she was just asking, like, being in love is one thing, falling in love is another thing, and getting engaged is another thing. Like, which one are you ready for? And he's like, all three. I just wanted him to be like, Michelle, I am falling in love with you. Michelle, I am in love with you. And like, let's freaking go. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm down for all three. And I was like, Mm -hmm. God, Nate, just like, give me something that like makes you feel like. Uh, Yeah, I just, it's, I I don't know. I, have I don't to, think he would hurt her, but I just don't know. Well, and I have to trust Michelle just knowing her. She has such a good head Absolutely. on her shoulders. She's, she's very logical. She's very grounded, even though, you know, she's the lead of this show. So I have to trust her, but I just, you know, and it's easy for me to say now going through it and being a viewer, like it's easy for all of us to pick apart every little thing, you know, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to downplay their relationship because I think what they have is truly beautiful. I think that they both really are falling and do love each other. I just, I I would be remiss to not bring that part up because even with Matt James, when he was the bachelor, it was the same thing. I remember him specifically saying when he was the lead, he's never really been in love and yes, he's been in relationships, but he's never felt that real true lasting love. Hence why he became the bachelor. But you know, I couldn't call him out on that season and not say something about this. And I think, I think my holdup is, you know, you cannot be in, you can have never been in love and now you can be in love with this woman. But as Michelle said, an engagement is a totally different, different thing. thing. And that's where, and maybe I'm just basing it upon my own experience and history and kind of knowing each relationship really shapes you to who you are and who you want to be and who you need in a partner. And you learn that just through life, through experience, through different relationships, through being in love and getting heartbroken. And if, if yeah. he's never experienced those things, it's hard for me to see the extreme of him getting engaged at the end of this and like actually forming this relationship that will lead to marriage. And I'm sure children down the line and a future and anniversaries and, you know, to have it be lasting. I mean, look, I will say this. I feel like maybe this could be like based off of like, you know, him growing up and not saying I love you and his family and his household. Like maybe he doesn't know how to express his feelings as much as like we may be able to, or like we would want him to. Um, but I do feel like there is like some type of like underlying, like solid connection there. And like, I think that's undeniable. Like you can definitely see that. I just want Nate to, I don't know, really be able to be honest with Michelle and say like, look, I'm still learning. I might fuck up, but like, I'm willing to do this with you, especially because he yeah. hasn't been in love before. And I think that that's like, what my concern would be, but I feel like, um, 
if there's any going to be anybody to actually challenge him and really want the most from him and um is going to push him to be the better person is going to be Michelle. I mean, she's a phenomenal person and you can see the way that she does it with such grace and patience and kindness. And she really does try to bring out the best in every single man. I think that she's going to be a phenomenal partner to him if they end up together. Yeah. And just knowing, I mean, we both know because we've lived through it, knowing how much things can change when the cameras aren't around. And I'm sure she asked way more questions than we will ever way be more. able to know. Way so more. I, yeah. And again, going back to how I trust her and her judgment, I just, you know, place that in her yeah. and that she did get there that night. And there's so many moments that we will never see that should say between them, those them two that should say between <laughs> those two, you know, to get to the next, I mean, well, I will say this next week, but then what, could potentially be from there on out, which is, is the engagement. Are you yeah. surprised? I mean, cause now taking it to the end, you were at the rose ceremony. Are you surprised by two things? Are you surprised that Brandon pulled Michelle that night and that she ended up sending Joe home? Yes, 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 yes. Because again, we didn't really uh, watch the dates as they were going on. And so we would check in with her randomly and, um, I'm sorry, but Joe has always been like a person that was on Michelle's radar mm-hmm. and Brandon kind of, as you guys like have seen, like kind of came out of nowhere and like really surprised her. I was so shocked when Brandon took her to talk because at that point, like we're like standing in the wings, we're like ready to like go out there and like, say what we got to say. And you kind of like forget that things might not go as planned. Mm -hmm. And when he grabbed her, it's like, okay, this could go one of two ways. He's leaving. um, Or he's going to, I don't know, propose her right there. I I don't know. There's a million things actually, not two ways. There's a million things that could happen in this situation. And so we were just very concerned for her. Um, And so we actually talked to her right after Brandon had spoken to her, but they didn't air that. And, um, she was just really shaken up by it, to be honest, because she was like that conversation right there just made me more confused than anything. And like, I was already really confused before coming into this. And I have to say that it just validated that even though Brandon might be like kind of young, like it's a very special bond that they have and that he is going to be there for her at the end of the day, no matter what. And I think that Mm -hmm. that's, really the reassurance she needed. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think it had a part in um, Brandon staying that night. I definitely think it did. I mean, do you obviously the night I do, because I'm telling you, like there was, she even said to Joe on their fantasy suite, like, like I cook breakfast next time. And he's like, so there's going to be another morning. And she's like, well, yeah, like, and she even said, I could see Joe be my soulmate. Didn't she say that? That is a good point. Yes, you are not wrong. I think oh, that is after where, Brandon's fantasy suite date. Because I was I was thinking about that, about how Brand it, it was very confusing when he pulled her because he didn't really have anything. Like I thought he was gonna go to her and be like, oh, well, Nate was acting like this this week or whatever. He, oh, yeah. he really just was supportive of like, you're my best friend. I'm here for you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Great sentiment. It just seemed ba- 
weird timing to me. So I'm thinking about that. I'm like, did that have a hand in her ultimately sending Joe home? But then just going back, usually I know it's always very confusing and it's never easy going into those rose ceremonies, especially when it's dwindling down to have to send anyone home. But usually you have an idea, like, you know, that day, here's where my heart is. Here's what I'm feeling. Here's who has to leave. And so I can't imagine his, you know, five minute conversation, Brandon's five minute conversation with her really swaying her that much, because if she went in that day knowing, oh, it's going to be Joe and Nate, she would have kept Joe. I don't think it would have changed anything. So that's why I think it was still going to be Brandon and Nate, but it just, after he did that, I was like, okay, well, this shit really solidifies Joe going home now because you can't send Brandon home after he said that. I know. People would be so mad. I'm not going to lie. I think Nate was for sure going to always get a rose, but I mm-hmm. I do have to say it's always been between Brandon and Joe. I, I, I think she even said like, this is the toughest decision. My stomach is in knots. Like I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> and so, you know, it's like in that situation, you're like, God, give me a sign. Give yeah. me a sign that this is the person or give me a sign that like I'm making a decision or give me a sign that who I should pick. Mm-hmm. Like, I think like if I were Michelle in that situation and I was truthfully on the bench with both of them, I would have considered that my sign and I probably would have sent Joe home and taken Brandon. Well, and, and it's, I mean, you kind of know the ins and the outs of the Mm -hmm. show. It's, it's hard to justify I mean, because I think she felt very strongly for both Brandon and Joe, but it's hard to justify sending someone like Brandon home who has been very explicit in how he feels constantly, Mm -hmm. has been so open, very communicative versus Joe, who you don't quite get that much. It's hard to justify back the layers, keeping that relationship, unless you can really argue the why behind it. Cause we know the backlash and we know what yeah. is in headlines each week. And we know what people are saying on social media and all of that. Like it's hard. It would be hard unless you're so gung ho about somebody like Joe to keep him. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. So I don't know. I mean, that's my two cents. I, I don't know. I feel like that confirmation from Brandon really was just kind of like, what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting next week oh because Nate and Brandon are so different that, and she feels, I mean, she's told both of them now that she's falling in love with them. So it's not like there's one where she's only said it to one and then the other one is kind of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not where it's like, Oh, a done deal. We already know it's going to be someone like she is. She's been very vocal in her feelings for both of these men. So I have no idea what the hell is going to happen. It's, but also to her family is going to be coming. Brandon's already met the family. Nate's never met the family. It'll be interesting to see how her family receives Nate after meeting Brandon now twice. It's just, right. I am in for a treat. I know, you know, what goes down. Do not tell me anything. I'm going to be sitting on the edge of my seat. I think I'm so nervous. I don't know why I'm nervous right now. Look, I'm trying to put on a poker face right now. I'm not giving anything away, but I'm going to tell you right now. Buckle up. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like people say this every season and I'm like, what more could happen? Like, but don't you feel happen? Isn't your jaw on the floor every time though? 
Like yes. something always happens to you. Like, wait, what just happened? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that happened with Claire's season, then my season, Katie's season. Yeah. You know, like it just happens continuously. And like, it's never something you could have ever imagined. So this is like Grey's Anatomy where every week I'm like, they can't top last week's episode. They can't <laughs> top last season. And then they somehow do. And I will say we don't give enough props to everyone behind the scenes. So kudos to you all. I, um, I am very much looking forward to next week. I just, again, I love Michelle. I know you do. We respect the hell out of that woman. And I just want her to find love and just find her life partner who really, I think just matches her and builds her up and she can do the same. So I can't wait to see what goes down. Um, Michelle, you know, we're always rooting for you. You're almost to the end. And that's going be the fun part. I know it sucks to be in hiding and have to keep everything secret. So I'm just, I'm ready for her to just be able to shout it from the rooftops. Whoa. Um, Whoa. Wait, can I do one thing? Can I just say some positive things about Nate? Cause I feel like I just shit talking the whole time. I mean, we, we had him on our first episode this season and I liked him. He, I love Nate's personality. He was very yeah. charismatic. And it, and I think also too, just talking to most of the men each week and having the guests on, they all have nothing but good things to also say about Nate. So I will say like, I don't want to rag on him and just say, because you've never been in love, you can't do this. Like I'm not saying that at absolutely all. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm sure he's a great guy. And if our guy Rodney is best friends with Nate, he has Nate, to be a good got a friend guy. In us. Yeah, absolutely. No, he's a definitely a good guy. And I feel like um, I do really appreciate that he keeps trying to dig in deep and trying to, be open and vulnerable with Michelle. And I think that again, Michelle is such an intelligent individual that she would not be letting some guy that's like giving her the bare minimum be in her top three guys. Mm-hmm. It's just not actually possible. And so, he makes and he makes her baby happy. And that's all that matters. That's all know? that matters. <laughs> um, all right. Well, yeah. Stay tuned for next week. Of course, after the final rose is happening, Tasha, I can't wait to see you and Caitlin crush it once again. Tasha, that was so much fun. I do love having guests, but I also do love having every few episodes where it's just us, where we can chit chat, spill the tea Talk it out. Yeah. Talk about things that I'm sure people have been dying to know in fantasy suites. <laughs> I mean, I know everybody thinks it's like some naughty things that happened back there, but I'm telling you right now, you learn a lot about these people behind closed doors and, um, there's a lot more to it. We're trying to look for engagements here. People Mm -hmm. it's game changing. It is such a game changing week. I mean, especially after coming for meeting the families, it's the most important time, truly the most important time that you can spend with somebody. So there we have it. I can't believe Michelle crushed (laughs) Michelle banged out the fantasy suite. Oh Oh my God. God. And now we are are on to a live finale next week. Oh my God. We're done with this thing. And we're we're going to find out how her journey ends. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Tasha. It's always a pleasure to have you on and chat. Absolutely. I love her girl chats and Bachelor happy hour listeners. Thank you for tuning in today. And one last thing before we let you go, we are casting for the bachelor and the bachelorette. So please make sure to head to www.bachelornation.com slash apply to nominate somebody that you know and love who would be great for the show or yourself. Oh, and also make sure to hit us up on social at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram and Batch Nation on TikTok and Twitter and then Bachelor Nation on Facebook. And as always, if you haven't already subscribed, please do so now. You can head to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app or wherever you are listening to us right now. 
Thanks everyone. Talk to you next week. Bye. So this year I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.